Social Media Serenity Podcast Episode Number 93. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. And welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Eric Fisher. Hey, we're here each and every week to talk about technology tools like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, and, and other tools. I, I promise there's other other things like blogging, podcasting, audio booing, <laughs> and so many more wonderful things. And oh my gosh, Eric, I am so delighted to see the show notes that you have prepared for today's show because there is so much in there, which means that that not only do we have a full show today, we already have a full show next week. Probably. <laughs> Although there have been times when we've taken as many stories that are in there right now and included them in an entire show, but that's we've not going to happen today. Yeah, we've been able to do the Mammoth show before. Yeah. Well, hey, we're going to start things off this week with some most exciting news, and that is the fact that we have three, count them, one, two, three pieces of audio feedback for this one show this week, and we're going to kick things off with Elsie, who has a question where she's trying to help a friend. So let's take it away, Elsie. Hello, this is Elsie from Elsie'sYogaKula.com and ElsieEscobar.com. And this question is for Social Media Serenity. And I was hoping that you, Cliff and Eric, could possibly maybe help me a little bit with a little something something. So I'm working pro bono with a client right now. Um, and she is going to go to China for some funky, interesting cancer treatment uh, in a month, for a month. And her dream is to be able to, uh, you know, vlog the experience and blog and put videos on YouTube and use Twitter and Facebook and all that fun stuff. But as, and, you know, email, newsletters. But as you all know, uh, China is uh, not too keen on social media. So there's a lot of those same things that we use like Twitter and Facebook that are and YouTube I believe that are not accessible in China so she was thinking of getting a VPN uh, a virtual private network which is what it seems like a lot of Chinese are doing lately in order to sort of maintain connections with social media and whatnot. Um, but is there anything else that perhaps you can help me help her with how about just like an e- something email wise that she could use because I think that she can update a lot of different things just via email to just repost in different places and I'm not sure I think that that might be able to work so if there's like some sort of email workflow that you guys can help me out with it would be so awesome um, I'm going to keep researching on my own but I thought I'd reach out to you guys as well in case anybody else is having issues with China as well <laughs> thank you guys bye bye alright Elsie thank you so much for your audio question and I have a thought right off the top of my head and she is leading in the right direction but I'm going to turn to Eric first Eric this is the first time you're hearing the question any yeah. thoughts off the top of your head well, yeah, if that's the thing where you're trying to make it so you're not being uh, censored or just not have your stuff sifted through, I think she's definitely on the right track. The email 
where you can blog by, by email or tweet by email, those kinds of things. That's great because that way you're just sending it from a private email address that you can do, you know, mobile wise or whatever. Um, and you can, you know, send the content out that way. Yes. Uh, VPN is certainly, I mean, she, she says her friends, not that technical and, and stuff like that. And VPN is just not going to be what I would recommend for somebody in that situation, especially with so many other things on their mind, you know, going for, away for a month, for a month, in a month, uh, for a month for cancer treatment. Um, you want to make this as easy as possible. And, and you're on the right path, I think, with the email. And I'm going to just name one service off the top of my head. And the only reason I know the service and, chi- and its relationship with China and being able to work is Leo Laporte went to, I think, China not too long ago. And he was uh, tweeting and doing all the other stuff. And he was using Posterous. Right. And I'm on Posterous.com. That's P-O-S-T-E-R. OUS.com. And it says here, share it with share it your way for free. Broadcast your message. Whether you're blogging about your passions or publicizing your business, posterous sites are the simplest way to share your message to the world. And then it, on the other side it says, Go with your go with your group. Keep your colleagues, team, or family on the same page with posterous groups. Privately share photos, e- videos, and ideas via email, mobile, and the web. From what I understand, you're able to do a lot with just attaching things to an email, sending it to a posterous email address, and it, and you know, of course, it just goes through mail servers. And then they take it from their end, they get it off of the mail server and then publish it directly to your blog, you know, outside of the walls of the, let's call the Great Wall of China. Right. The Great Firewall of China. So, you know, that would be my recommendation. Now, the thing is, is I personally have no experience with trying to, you know, post anything from China. All I can say is that Leo Laporte was able to do this and he posted it when he was on it. He went to a cruise and I think it started out or was around China or somewhere. But um, the thing is, is that he had the same issues and he used posterous and I was following his trip to, to China. The I think video blo- video updates for them to be able to work this way, I think they're going to have to be kind of small and short to to make it through the e- the um, the email servers. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's gonna be- and I... I believe that Posterous does have an an iPhone and Android app. Yeah, those are not going to work in China. So yeah, so it, the uh, the thing that, that's the thing you're gonna have you're gonna have to be able to do this via the email. You know, the yeah. the, the one where you know because the, they will they're gonna matter of fact I'm pretty sure they're gonna block Twitter. They're gonna block your Facebook. They're gonna block they're gonna block so many other things. And and really, you know, getting things out via email, I think, is going to be the way to go. All right, turning to our next call, it is Fred from Long Island. Fred, take it away. Hey, Cliff and Eric, it's Fred from Long Island, and I'm calling about the, I think it's the latest episode of Social Media Serenity, where you had a listener call in about a family reaction to social media. So this is a, this is a hot button in my life because I've been involved, thanks to Cliff, and of course you too, Eric, um, I've been involved in social media for a while now, back before it was really trendy, and uh, back before Facebook, I guess. And early on, my wife was saying, why are you putting all this personal stuff out on the internet? And how can you say that? And don't quote me and all these sorts of things. And over time, um, 
as I've benefited from my relationships online, either through information I've gained or, uh, you know, receiving little prizes from podcasters or whatever, uh, and just making friends, uh, you know, she's seen the benefits and everything, still not really interested in social media herself so much. Um, but uh, I have had those negative experiences uh, as well as the positive things, like uh, like you guys were saying, my parents live in uh, Canada about eight hours away, and uh, my dad in particular is able to keep up with what's going on with my daughter and me on Facebook, and, uh, you know, sometimes they'll comment on things that I'm posting. And uh, I have relatives that I keep up with a little bit that way too, and uh, some uh, maybe I'd rather not, but I kind of have to see what's going on. And, uh, you know, and of course, all of you friends out there, too. So, yeah, there's, there's pluses and minuses and privacy decisions that need to be made and things. But um, overall, I'm still real positive about the whole experience when it comes to uh, family and friends online. So talk to you soon, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, uh, Fred, thank you for that additional uh, feedback on the family thing. I, I, I personally, I think it's improved more than any kind of uh, issues that's ever brought up and. And I, I think it's a whole lot more socially access, acceptable to share things online today than it was, you know, back in 2007. All right. Um, one more piece of feedback. This comes from Daniel Lewis, and he's got some feelings about social gaming. Hi, Cliff and Eric. This is Daniel J. Lewis from the clean comedy podcast, The Ramen Noodle, over at theramennoodle.com. And let me take you down memory lane for a moment. I'm social media serene. I have finally quit Mafia Wars. And I have such freedom now. I sent that to you back in November of 2009. I just quit Mafia Wars after falling a slave to it. And I have to confess that I've fallen slave to another game. This one's called Lord of Ultima. It's a very slow real-time strategy game on the internet. And I've realized that I needed to quit it too. So I'm, I'm quitting it now. But I've made a promise to myself. No, more like a commitment. No, no, I might go so far as to say a covenant with myself regarding online gaming and social media gaming is that I will not play a game that requires me to play. Games like Farmville or Lord of Ultima or World of Warcraft, the kind of game that if you don't play every single day or even every few hours, then you're going to miss something. I've decided I just can't do that anymore. If I want social media serenity, I have to avoid these games that require me to play. After all, isn't requiring me to play kind of turning it into a job anyway, instead of a game? Hmm. Did you know that people playing, that sleep schedules changed around the world when Farmville was released because people would change their sleep schedules so they could wake up in time to harvest their crops? I don't want to be one of those kinds of people. So I've made this covenant with myself to not play games that require me to play. And perhaps this is, has given you a laugh, but also I hope it's given you something to think about, and especially the listeners, 
Thanks for sharing my feedback. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Check me out at the Clean Comedy Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, over at theramennoodle.com and follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash theramennoodle. Oh, is he done? I'm sorry. I was, I was uh, farming my crops. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> oh, jeez. Just kidding. We no. kid. We kid. That was, that was awesome feedback, Daniel. And, uh, absolutely. I, 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 I think he has a very valuable, um, uh, bit of information there, especially when you, when you think about serenity is, is, you know, how, how many things are we going to commit ourselves to that require our time to do, to, 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 um, to achieve excellence, Right, you know, and, and and that's the thing. Of course, you know, I I totally agree. I, I don't like to involve myself in games where if I need to focus on another area of my life for a couple of days and and I don't want to play that, I can't play that game. I don't want to play that game. That all of a sudden I'm penalized because I chose to do something else that's more important. Yeah, it, it's creating boundaries. I mean, this one. In fact, for me, you could almost say Twitter is a game sometimes in the evening when I'm home and I've got the phone and it's just like, hey, I'm watching TV, but I'm not really paying attention, or I'm hanging out with people, but I'm really, you know, picking up the phone and playing the game of Twitter, so to speak, by responding or retweeting things. Right. So. Anyway, kind of reminds me of this game in social media called Clout Scores. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which could be a, a great tie-in to to a story with the whole plus K. And I'm thinking, it's like, oh, great. Now we've got Ashton Kutcher and Clout together. Seriously? Right. Yeah, I thought that too. I was like, what does Ashton Kutcher have to do with this? But it's actually the plus sign and then K. So it's all right. So adding, adding Clout, I guess. I don't know. And you know what? Here, okay. So f- let's let's back things up for a second here. Clout.com. K L out.com is a service that kind of ranks your level of influence in social media. They give you a score. They look at, they look at your number and they see where you're at. Uh, I just logged in. It says, congratulations. Your clout score has increased by plus two in the last 30 days. Woohoo. And so it looks like I'm currently at a clout score of 59 and, and supposedly people are supposed to look at this and they're supposed to be impressed by either your high number or kind of not so turned on by, you know, your, your level of influence in the world if you have a low score. Um, and again, this is, this is all about how, how are you in using social media based upon the, um, the analytics that they use, you know, yeah, the, the, their, the their algorithm. algorithm. Yeah. Exactly. Now, so so we've talked about this before. I'm not a huge fan. I'm st- I've never been a huge fan of clout. I'm still not a huge fan of clout. I'm I'm not even a little fan of clout. But I use clout. I, I look at it and I'm interested in seeing what my level is because I do think that they have a valuable algorithm of engagement that they that they do register that they do track. And I am interested in figuring out, you know, how engaged am I for my purposes? And so I use it more as a, an analytics of my own use of Twitter and Facebook. Right. I don't necessarily care about it's it, what it's telling the world about me. It's what, what it's telling me about me. 
Well, it also can be a pretty good gauge of what you're tweeting about or what you're engaging with people about. And that's where the plus K comes in. Right. So if you if you were to go to clout.com slash uh, pound slash GSPN and then you go to my profile and you click on and it'll give you a list of topics for which it thinks that you are um, an influencer. You, you, you be, you're an influential person in these topics. And uh, I love that I am a person of influence on the top of, of Catholicism. <laughs> I that's love great. that. Which, you know what? The, that's, the funny thing is, is that in the Catholic com- community, I actually have a great deal of influence. Yeah. And, and the well, re- yeah, you have. I mean, I wouldn't argue with it. I think it's interesting that that's what it shows up as. Yeah. Well, it, it also is cr- Christianity is right above it. And of course, mm-hmm. I, I've got Christianity more than I do Catholic. But uh, but the reason why is because of my involvement with Father Roderick and the SQPN community. I mean, literally, probably about a thousand, maybe th- as many as three or four thousand people from SQPN, which are all Catholics or well, a majority of them are Catholics and they have gotten to know me through my relationship with Father Roderick and that network and, and stuff like that. And they are listening to my shows on a regular basis. And so what I think is what's going on here is like, for example, their profiles probably say the word Catholic in, you know, describing who they are and stuff like that. And so they're, they're you know, Clout's probably seeing a lot of the engagement that I'm having with those people and and occasionally, you know, I talk about, you know, Father Roderick have talked about Catholic social, you know, Catholic Catholic new media celebration and and stuff like that. So I've I've talked about those sorts of things, and so yeah, rightfully so, I think it is there. Now I got an email from a friend of mine who said she actually got she she actually closed her clout down. Which by the way, I don't think you can do that. I think clout is clout's got you whether or not you log in or not. I mm, I think you can disconnect your account, your Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Or LinkedIn's not part of it, but it does show up. That's what's weird about it so far. All right, so I'm gonna go. Uh, I think you can do something. I'm I'm tr- pulling up this person's, uh, you know, supposed account. I got to get rid of the at gsp. Oh, LinkedIn is connected. It, well, that's yeah, that's new too. Yeah, and see, here's the thing. She she can say that she disconnected. I just pulled I just pulled it up right here, and. Uh, here is why. I won't say the name of this person, but it says April is currently influential about 10 topics. Cats, fringe, homosexuality, moms, photography, books, printer, food, religion and spirituality and laptops. But she was very offended that it says that she's influential in the world of homosexuality. And there was another one I think she said that was, you know, gay, lesbian, right. or whatever. And yeah. she was very offended to, to be associated with those topics. And um, so she, she, she left, but that's the thing. Every, everybody has a clout score is from what I understand, unless you don't have a Twitter account. If you have a public Twitter account, I think you have a public, you have a clout score and you have a clout, everything else. I don't know if that's totally true. You don't think so? I, I think if you've not connected oh, it, well, well, you know, the thing is, is, well, I know. Okay. Stephanie, uh, I, I can tell there you right go. now. You know she doesn't. I right? know Stephanie does not have a connection to this, so I'm just going to go clout.com slash pound slash full time mom, and there she is. Stephanie's got a clout score of forty, and wow. uh, her topics is family, pancakes, movies, 
photography, <laughs> recipes, birds, England, religion and spirituality, community and books. So, yes. So that's interesting. If that- you have a public profile. Now, here's the thing. Right, now, what I'm going to do is go to Meg's, M-E-G-Z-I-M. And that one doesn't pull up. That's good because it shouldn't. And then that's gaming with Matt. That doesn't pull up. Yeah. So if you have a public profile, you have a clout paid profile. Yeah. So if you've, okay. So because you have to, it's, it's mainly Twitter. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can connect Facebook and you can connect LinkedIn on here. Although the LinkedIn thing, I may have missed when that actually happened. It just happened like two weeks ago. It was pretty recent. It, I don't now, remember. LinkedIn is mine. not currently affecting your scores, but they're That's working on it. The, is. They That's are working on the or the algorithm. Yeah. But um, so as long as you have a public Twitter account, Clout does have a score for you. Yes. And you don't they, have and you don't have a way to tell them not to, really. Exactly. And it will it will categorize the things that you are influential about. And now so, here's the thing. You do have a choice about what you're influential about. You do? You do. How's that? Well, what you can do, like if I go to mine, it says that here's the t- it gives you 10 topics that you're influential about. And, and for my, for me it's blogging, social media, podcasts, business, iPhone, LinkedIn, Clout, oh. Netflix, drugs, and bacon. <laughs> and bacon? <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. I went in and I went oh, to drugs a- and I'm like, drugs? No, I'm not influential on drugs at all. And I went and I hit the X and now that's not something that can be seen. Right. Can you see that if you go to mine? Uh, well, let me go to yours real quick. I'm going to click on Eric Fisher and I'm going to click on topics and bacon is still in the list. Well, above bacon, you should see Netflix only, right? Uh, yes. Uh, Netflix. What did you delete? You don't see drugs anywhere, right? Oh, no, no. Yeah. Dr- drugs is gone. I'm sorry. So I've, I've removed that. Gotcha. On my end, I can still see it because I'm in my account and I can click restore if I want to, but I'm not going oh, to. Oh, so, so there you go. So so this friend of mine, and I happen to know she's listening. That's you, where they can go do that. You can go and reconnect your account and log into your profile and you can remove those topics. Right. Awesome. Well, the so now, so here's the thing. Um, Clout added this whole you know, a plus K thing, you know, so you can give people some more, you know, a, a greater level of influence rating on certain topics. So for example, uh, and by the way, you, what do you get? You get five plus K points a day that you can yeah, assign you get to? five a day and you can give them to anyone for any topic. But once you use them all for the day, you're done. Can I give you more than one plus? Uh, can I give you like two pluses? Not on the same topic, the th- but you could you could spend like literally. I just spent all five of mine on yours today. Oh, sweet! Thank you. So, all right. So, it's, okay. So, even though I have five and I haven't done anything for you today, I've already given you a plus K on social media. Yes. So I can't give you more. So I am going to. Yeah. So I think that's a limit. I think you can only give somebody a plus K on a topic once ever. Okay. And basically what this means is that what you're doing is you're going in, you're looking at their topics and you're saying, okay, 
this person definitely influences me in the area of bacon. And so I'm going to say, I totally agree <laughs> when it comes to bacon. I look to Eric, or I, I look to Eric J Fisher. So I'm giving you some plus K and some bacon there. I've just scored bacon points. There you go. And I'm, and I just did it for Facebook and um, you know, and, and I'm going to give you some LinkedIn love and uh, Oh, look at that. Your rating just went up. I'm going to give you some clout love. You are very influential in the world of clout. And uh, so there you go. So there, so now bacon is in your top three now, by the way. Nice. Clout LinkedIn and bacon is, is what I'm influential about. (laughs) Uh, Can you, and can you take away, you can't take away your plus K's. I don't think you can. I'm looking. I can't No, but you can take away the topic. Like if I were to go to clout and click X, I could remove it. Yeah, you can. So, so basically what this isn't doing is it's not increasing your clout score. This has no impact on your clout score. It only, sh- it, what it's doing is when people look at your profile, if people, if that's what people are going to do, if they're going to look at your clout profile, what they do is they go to look to see what you're influential about. And it's just going to show that there's a lot of people who also believe that I'm uh, influential in the world of podcasting. And so therefore, you know, the, the, the bar is going to give a measure of how influential I am in those areas. Now, one of the things I would question though, is I think that if enough people say you're influential about a certain topic, why wouldn't that be part of the algorithm and maybe give you a little boost? Well, I think the reason would be, uh, gaming the, the, the whole gaming, the system thing. So for example, Eric, if that were the case, I could hire my VA in over in the Philippines, you know, for four hundred dollars and and that for a four hundred dollars a month, I can have them forty hours a week every week. And what I can do is employ them to create like eight hundred Twitter IDs and have them all follow each other and then have them all follow me and have them all go and and give me tons and tons of clout pluses. Five, right. you know 800 accounts i mean that could be my that could be that person's full-time job true so that is why i i think they're i think that's why they're doing this although you could game the i mean technically speaking i could sign in with hunger games podcast and i could go in and, and do do all of those same things i could sign yeah. in with the laws podcast i could do the same thing with my topics but it doesn't affect my clout score and the other thing is, is it is actually showing, you know, it kind of shows the people who are giving you those plus plus thing, you know, those plus things. That's true. Because when you do that, it does leave your avatar, your clout avatar sitting there as the per and the score from that person. Yeah. So. And it also shows this, that person's current clout score in the avatar. Yes. So that, shows, that's what I meant to. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Um, I'm, I was actually looking for the blog post on the clout blog about this and uh, what was I looking? I was looking to make a confirmation that they say it does not affect your score. They don't literally come out and say it. Uh, they said it in the Twitter post that I saw Did to they? CC okay. Chapman. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, but so this is literally all about the topics that you are influential about, mm-hmm. and it does say, uh, how does giving and receiving plus K affect my topics? It has no effect on your topic. Oh, it does. It has no effect of on impact on your own topics or clout score. They yeah. say it right there. Receiving plus K affects the ordering of the topics 
and the time length these topics are displayed on your profile. Nice. Uh, is there a limit? Yes, it's the five a day. Can I remove topics? No. Or yes, sorry, you, you click the X. Can I o- add my own influential topics? Topics are initially generated by our algorithms. We plan to allow self-submission of topics in the future. Nice. So you'll be able to kind of say, well, I want to be influential on this, and I think people would agree that I am, but it's not showing up. So we'll just start tweeting a lot with that title. That's true. That's that's one of the things you would do too, but that's gaming the system. Yeah. Well, <laughs> authentically gaming the system. <laughs> it's gaming the system, but so is adding the topic manually. <laughs> so is so is clout. It's a it's a gaming of the system. Yes. Anyway. Anyway, and I should up. know I'm influential about clout, LinkedIn and bacon. Mhm. So so there you go. I mean, this, this is a very interesting conversation about this. I, I thought, you know, we'd just touch on it. But I think people should know that your cloud score is out there. People are going to look at it regardless of if you care about it or not. And it is a place that's kind of tying into your personal branding if you have a public Twitter account. So you may as well go hit X on some of these things that you don't want to be influential about or monitor what you do. Right. And so, and I love that, that it picks up that I'm uh, influential on the Amazon Kindle because I definitely agree with that one. I clicked on that one. I'm like, hey, if I, if I have a Kindle question, Cliff. Yeah. Yeah. So this is cool. I, I, I love it. Christianity just popped to the top when you gave me a plus K on that. You gave me yeah. Catholic. <laughs> you put, put Catholic in number, I'm number two in Catholic now. Um, I need some more, po- I need some more podcast plus K's my friends. So go to, so yeah, if anybody out there listening wants to go and give us clout on any of the things we're influential about, we will see it and then we can return the favor. Check this out. At the very bottom, it says, um, "I'm influ- Clout believes that you're influential about web browsers. And it has zero in the meter. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I could care less about. Well, I could, you know what? That's that's actually true. It is. Because I, I talk about Chrome and, and yeah. I got a bunch of people to switch to Firefox. But that, then I get people to switch to Chrome. And I guess I am. All right. I, I like I like. I like the, knowing the topics. I kind of like seeing what they're they're coming up, and I and I kind of like what, seeing what people give me the plus Ks on to see where you know yeah. in what topics do they feel like I'm an influence on them. So 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 even if the number overall isn't a game you're wanting to play, mm-hmm. there's still a lot of great data at clout.com for your account to yeah. look. So here, here's my official position. I am not a huge fan of clout scores, but this clout service is actually becoming more and more interesting. And the whole plus K thing. Now, I don't know if I want to actually go in and and spend my, you know, my five plus Ks a day and stuff like right. that and and stuff. But you know what? This is this is a you know, of course, this could be. It's kind of like a Facebook poke. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like that just top of mind thing. You know, of course, I don't think that I get an email. I, I don't know. Is there a way to get in here where you, um, where you can actually get email notifications? I don't know that they've got that set up that way. I do know that you can send out requests. Yeah. Like what you can do is if I wanted people to, like, for example, underneath, like there's the topic, then there's who's plus K'd you for it. There's yep. your meter and underneath it, there's tweet and, and Facebook share and you can tweet like I could click tweet right now and say, and it pops up. It says, please plus K my influence in clout on clout. <laughs> and I can hit 
tweet, and people would then have a link to come right to this page and click that if they wanted. Right, and so that, but but the thing is here is that there's no really, I guess the whole thing about, because the idea is that maybe... There was another one. What was it? If I clicked on, because I know I did this the other day, Daniel Lewis, he sent out a tweet saying, can you plus K my influence on, and I forget which one it was, but I went and I did it, and, and when I did it, it gave me the option to tweet out that I had done it and give his Twitter name and everything. I'm going to pull so. up Daniel right now and take a look at his. Um, it's the ramen noodle, by the way. And uh, it didn't pull up. Oh, that's because I put it right after the at GSPN. That's why the ramen noodle. And I still didn't get it. Yeah, I did it for podcasts. Uh, the ramen, R-A-M-A-N, and it's noodle, N-O-O-D-L-E, right? Yeah. The ramen noodle. And it says, sorry, you're new. It'll take a day or two to fill in the rest of your profile. No, it must be the wrong one. I don't know. The ramen noodle, I thought is what it is. Hmm. The ramen noodle. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, well, anyway, not a big deal. But the I guess the thing is, is that if there's no email notification, there's no real reason way that somebody's going to know that no, you've given yeah. them plus K unless they actually lo- log in and see your profile. So it's not like a Facebook poke. Or they tweet it and you get an at mention yeah. notifying you of it. But anyway, I, I, I still th- I, th- I think there's some interesting things going on in there. And I do like to see the so it, it's analytical data of my social media use. And, and I like it for personal reasons but not necessarily to judge, you know, how influential these people are. Right. You know, cause they're, they could be influential in other areas, but yeah. I, I do understand a, a lot more about it and, and I'm not as opposed to it as I once was, but I don't know who knows. Maybe one day I'll be a, an evangelist for clout. I doubt when it. you, when you reach to clout Nirvana, you'll care. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, I have 99 clout. I don't know why you don't. <laughs> No, I'm influential. I'm yes. <laughs> yeah, I, that, 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 that should be you should change your Twitter profile. It says I'm influential. I talk a lot about bacon. Yep. I'm your source of bacon news. All right. So uh, send tweets as you present with keynote. This is something that you and I talked about in post show last week. Yes. Tell us about it. All right. Well, I came across this. um when I don't know how I came across this actually, <laughs> I won't pretend. Um, it is something really cool where you can moderate, not moderate, automate, and is it there's that weird word, um, tweets to go out from a keynote presentation that you are presenting. And I don't mean like a keynote presentation, like a Steve Jobs keynote, I mean like keynote the application on a Mac. That's like the better than PowerPoint thing. So what you can do is, and I even ran this and it works great. Like I, I didn't literally do it, but I ran it and kind of could see how it would work specifically. Mm-hmm. What you do is you go to it. it there's the, the um, you run it. It's a little Apple script. And then when you get to each page that you want to, you can put it in the notes yeah, you put, it, you put it in the presenter notes, whatever yeah. your tweet wants to be, and you have to put use like a little short code. Yes. Um, but once you do that, as you're presenting and you advance through those slides, it will literally tweet the tweet that you've got in your presenter notes. What I really like about this is then you can 
succinctly, tactfully, whatever word you want to use for really craft the tweet that you would like your main point on that slide to be tweeted at whatever conference you're at or whatever, or whatever presentation that you want people to then retweet instead of just try to write down their own. Yep. This is the way to do it. And you can include the hashtag. So if they're sitting there following along in like a tweet chat or, or something like that, that, you know, this is going to be a great way for them to just say, Oh, you know, that's that is, I was getting ready to tweet something like that. I'll just hit exactly. I'll just retweet what he just said. And it's much better for, for, I mean, it's cooler for them to retweet you Mm -hmm. than it is for them to write out and possibly misquote or misrepresent your point and then attribute it to you possibly not right where you wouldn't even know you were ever mentioned. You know what I mean? Right. Well, so yeah. Alrighty. Well, very cool. And we'll, and of course, we'll put a link to that. We have a, a short link in uh, the show notes. Send tweets as you present with keynote tweet. And then it's got a little Google link that we'll have uh, in uh, the show notes for episode 93 at socialmediaserenity.com. iOS 5 is basically saying, ha, see, see what we're going to do without you, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> you take away our ping Facebook integration. Ha, you're dead to me. Twitter is the new black. Yes. (laughs) So basically what I'm saying here is Twitter is now the official social network of iOS. Yep. Loving it. I like it. I think I love it. I think as long as you can have your default account attached to the OS but then in an app itself still use multiple Twitter accounts, we're fine. Uh, I, I got one better for you. If you go back to the keynote and you look at the live blogs where they took pictures of the screen, or you can actually go and watch the keynote now live. Oh, I'm not on, to on that part site. yet. <laughs> but uh, check this out. When you get there, there's a big picture up on the presentation that shows the Twitter, you know, the setting screen. Yeah. So, you know, you go into settings, then you're going to go down and there's going to be Twitter. And at the bottom of the where it showed, you know, the username, the person's Twitter username, and it's got the dot, 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 dot Uh for the password. And at the bottom, it says add account. Nice. So you can have multiple accounts tied in. Multiple accounts, buddy. I tell you what, I love it. I am so excited about Twitter integration, not necessarily for my own personal use. I don't I mean, who knows? I might end up using it. I'll probably still use Osphora. But it's not so much I'm excited about this for my own personal use, but it just brings my favorite social network in the world to millions of more people. Oh, yeah. I love it. My mom might actually start using Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I think that... Oh, wait. Um, Maybe that's not a good thing. <laughs> I'm, no. just, I'm just kidding. What I'm thinking of is what is it going to like if I were to tie my Twitter account into my iOS and I then hit tweet, where's it going to say it's tweeting from, from the iPhone or yeah. from Twitter? It's you know gonna, what I mean? It's probably going to say it's from the iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. That, I guess I don't have a problem with that. If I, you know what, depending on my, I guess that's my question is I want to see what the user interface is for that. I yeah. think it'll be similar to just a mobile version of twitter.com. Yeah. And the, here's so, the here's the other thing they talked about is the fact that you can be in your your photo library on your phone and you can tweet a photo right from there. Right from your camera roll. Yeah. And what's awesome and and they didn't say this, but the question is like okay, is where you know, obviously you're sharing this photo on Twitter, 
but where's that photo going to be? And I am going to, I'm going to say right here that Chris and I both believe, Chris Biting and I, uh, we both believe that, that, that the pictures are going to be uploaded to a fit, Twitter's official photo sharing site. Yeah. Yeah, it would. So we, we've not had an official uh, announcement on such a service yet, have we? No, I think we talked about that last week, didn't we? Oh, did we? Okay, well there you go. See, it says I should or go. Did we? I should go back. I'm going to go check our, our show. show notes while we. <laughs> uh, I thought we mentioned it. I think it was. Um, of course, I'm referring to Twitter photos and Twitter. Yeah, we did. We mentioned it. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Twitter photos and Twitter search update. Gotcha. Has that gone live anyway. yet? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure if it's officially live. No, I saw a story saying it's starting to roll out. All right. So, well, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the show notes here and I'm going to bring up something that I saw that I don't see in the show notes. And that is, it's frustrating me. The Twitter shortener on the website, the official official Twitter shortener, URL shortener for both mobile and now the website as well is kicking in. Have you seen this? Yeah. So I, I, what are your feelings? Um, you know what? I like that there's an effect. I, I like that if I drop a URL in there, it'll shorten it, but I still prefer to do it my way. Mm-hmm. But I also have, there's a really cool thing down at the very bottom in the show notes mm-hmm. where I'm now using buffer app to work around the official retweet on twitter.com as well as use my own bitly shortened links. Gotcha. So, because what I, I've got the the Bitly or not the Bitly the Buffer app, uh, Chrome extension installed. So when I go to Twitter.com and I'm scrolling through the timeline, next to you know retweet and all the other options to do with a tweet, I can hit Buffer. The little window pops up. The tweets there. It's the unofficial retweet version, and I can then hit Tweet now instead of Buffer. Ah, okay. So it's using my Twitter, it's using my shortener with my own credentials. It's also using the unofficial retweet instead of the official retweet. And it kills two birds with one stone right there. Well, here's what's going on for me that I don't like um, is that I, I sign into Amazon and I've got an affiliate program there and I can actually click a button that says share on Twitter and it will give me an affiliate link, a shortened Amazon affiliate link to right. anything, any page on Amazon that I want to share. And I used to just hit share with Twitter and then I would take the, you know, the Amazon shortened link and share that. And now it actually, it says share link with your followers and, and it comes here and now it actually shows the link as t.co slash a bunch of bl- gibberish. No, but if you click that, doesn't that still take you to your affiliate link page it, it does but i still liked it i, I liked I, I can't even remember what it is now but it's like a, it's like amzn or something yeah amzn dot whatever am dot zm or something so it looked like amazon and it looked more it looked more like an amazon link than it does right. a, a shortened bitly or uh whatever and so now i can't even find a way to find out what the amazon shortened link is because twitter is saying hey this is you know this is the shortened link and by the way you are sharing this link and it tells you exactly how what what the actual end result will be but i want to know what the amazon link was and so i'm not happy with this 
Yeah, it, it shouldn't have to mask. If you're already shortened, don't step in and do it for us. Yeah, not too crazy about it. Okay, so uh, moving on in our show notes, uh, 1,500, or wait, no, uh, more than 13% of Americans use Twitter. That's yeah, a, that's kind of crazy. That's uh, not surprising to me, and I think that's only going to grow, especially especially with iOS deep integration. Uh, the other thing is, is that I'm noticing like the, I mean, it's just like uh, the voice is making a point to say, oh, well, the Twitter stream is doing this. Um, so-and-so is, you know, this is going to be trending on Twitter now and, and all this other stuff. Not only that, but, I'm, you know, movies, TV shows, it's just Twitter's everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. It's in all the, I don't hear people talk about Facebook in movies and TV shows. It's all Twitter because Twitter's real time. Yeah, I like it, uh, which I know Facebook can be real time too, but it's it's not the same. It really isn't. Uh, what about uh, Re- Representative Weiner? <laughs> well, if there was ever a tale about one, just assuming that anything you tweet can be seen by everyone mm-hmm. and uh, extra being careful about direct messaging versus public messaging on Twitter. This would be it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what happened is this, uh, this, you know, one of our nation's lawmakers, uh, representative Wiener <laughs> took a snapshot of his, wiener, <laughs> of his wiener in a, in a pair of underwear and, um, and, and uh, tried to send it as a direct message to somebody and uh, unfortunately he didn't send it as a direct message it went out as a public message and my friends this is my point and it's always been my point never send something online that you don't want everybody in the world to see because even even if it did go as a direct message that photo exists somewhere on the web and there are sometimes potentials where you know direct messages could be accessed if they if they if somebody wanted to get to them and certainly the person who received your your photo could take that photo and then publish it anywhere they want to on the web yep and thus you shouldn't do those things all right so social media uh, <laughs> facebook photo recognition opt out as usual so okay so the, i love this idea but you know you have to opt out is it is that right yeah, it's our as usual. Facebook has opted you into their new stuff. So, so basically, if you upload a picture of me, you don't have to tag me. It just happens. It will. No, 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 no. It won't automatically tag you. Oh, that's okay. that's the good part. Oh, but in pictures that it will suggest to me when I upload it, hey, oh. is this Cliff? And I got it. It'll suggest that to me to tag you. Oh, okay. which was not there before. Then I misunderstood. I did not read the story. I just read the headline. So, so, so in and of itself, this isn't a bad tool. And if I don't mind people tagging me in photos that are actually of me, mm-hmm. then that's fine. But at the same time, I'd almost rather them post the photos and me go in and tag myself. Mm-hmm. And so the steps are here to go into privacy. You go to privacy settings, click customize settings, uh, scroll down to things others share, and you find suggest photos of me to friends, and you turn it off. Yep. 
because it can tell pretty with good likeness what is you. Yeah. Well, I I have yet to run across this, but I don't upload a lot of photos to uh, Facebook. I do get tagged quite a bit in photos when I go to like a social media gathering of some right. sort or a family picnic or a church event. And uh, I don't mind people tagging me. Um, if if I if I feel like I don't, it's not like a very flattering picture of me, which are most, most of them, I will untag myself and, and stuff like that. But if I leave the tag on, I almost always go into my profile and make sure I remove it from my profile because I, I have a set number of pictures that I like to display on my profile. Right. Yeah, I agree. Which, by the way, I just want to say, Facebook, let us choose the photos so we don't have to keep doing that. But I understand why they have what they have, but... I'd rather just choose the actual photos that are there and let them be static. Yeah. Lock them in. Lock them in. Lock and load. All right. Um, do we want to continue to move forward or do we want to uh, bring back the rest next week? I think that let's call it a wrap. All right. We'll do that. We got The rest can wait. Exactly. All right. Well, my friends, as you can see, we are willing to put your feedback in the show. You can give us a call anytime, day or night, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The phone number is 859-795-4067. Please give us a call. If you want, you can use your voice memo app on your iPhone or your Android voice memo app or whatever the case may be. Any kind of audio recording, you can just send that as an attachment to feedback at gspn.tv and we'll get it played in the show as well. Thank you to Elsie, Fred, and Daniel for calling in your feedback. And again, 859-795-4067. want to let you guys know we have a meetup happening July 17th through the 19th here in the Northern Kentucky, Cincinnati area. Go to gspncommunity.com and come join the community live. And of course, you can shop and save and shop and support gspn.tv using the Amazon banners at gspncommunity.com in the right-hand side. Until next time, join the community.